from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report. We're both here. For November. Why, why wouldn't you be here? Well, you never know. Uh, you totally threw me off. For uh, the 15th uh, of what? November, this is show number 59. Whew. Yeah. And uh, this is our last Thursday, consecutive Thursday show of the year because we're going to take next week off. We are. going to eat some uh, the, turkey. The, the, the turkey trumps you folks. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Now, but to be fair, they can dial up their their favorite show. They they can the call it up. Hammer Down Racing Report? Huh? The Hammer Down Racing Report? Yeah, they can call up uh, either on iHeartMedia or Facebook. iHeartRadio. Media is the company name. Right. They own everything. iHeartRadio, yeah. There you go. Now, I, I noticed on on our website that there's some other stations that have popped up on there since a bit of a merger. On what website? I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you go to iHeartMedia Toledo, and it pops up with all these affiliate stations. And Okay. I don't there, know what there, you're there, talking there, about. There, there, there's a couple of them that used to be with the C word. No. Cumulus. No. No. Punch it up on your computer. No. I I don't have to punch it up on my computer. I'm the one that does the iHeartMedia Toledo website. Yeah. Well, why is K100 I'm, on there? They're not. They are Cumulus's top website or uh, top uh, station. I know that. They're not. They're they're still they're still over there. Oh, I, I don't I, think uh, legally uh, either company can own any more stations. In the market we have seven that's enough i think that's plenty yeah so anyway all right enough with the radio talk yeah what is this show about radio it's crazy live from the ron miller race cars uh studio welcome race fans i forgot to do that it's the best of toledo award nominated hammer down racing report that's pretty exciting don't forget to uh go to our facebook page we have the link for uh you to vote for the best of Toledo. Toledo uh, City Paper has their annual vote for the best of Toledo. It'd mean a lot for us to win. Yeah. We've we've got we've got the listeners. We've got the followers. We just need to get it done. Oh man, Rusty says we were supposed to get him on the air before the dome. Are we gonna have a show before the dome? No, he's gonna be at the dome the next show. Uh, he could call in. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to record something or something or something. I want to see how many times I can say something. Let's see. Rusty, uh, it's 7 o'clock. Uh, 7, 7.40, give us a call. 419-214-0925. There you go. You got that, Rusty? 419-214-0925 at uh, 7.40. There you go. And you will be on before the dome race. There you go. I've forgotten about that, especially since we're taking next week off. Uh, in the studio with us tonight, and I've been practicing this because I can never say his name right, we finally have with us uh, the Toledo Speedway Factory Stock Champion for 2018, Ethan Stanuchek. You got it. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a little Perfect. tough there. I, I always wanted to call him St- Stadnicek. I, I get that a lot. I, I renamed I you that. that. Yeah. I do get that. Because that's more spelled that way. But. Yeah. But we'll be talking to him a little bit more, a whole uh, 17 years old. And already a champion. That's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's the, uh, it's exciting. The uh, other racer under our roof at home uh, filled me in on on how to pronounce it too. <laughs> David Galambuski is Gumby. Yeah, 
but but wait, you need a but, name like that. But he knew how to pronounce it. We need to call you something else. Like he's Dave Gumby. We don't call him Dave Gallimbuski or. Uh, doesn't someone in your family go by Stadu, S-T-A-D-U or something? Oh, uh, I think that's my uncle's name on Facebook. Yeah. He doesn't really, I don't think we really call him that. I don't think anybody calls him that. We need to work on nice a nice name. name on Facebook. We need to work on come, that for come us. Sounds up good with to a me. cool nickname. Back to the uh, Best of Toledo. If uh, you would like to help us out, you can uh, go to uh, that uh, page. Again, we have that linked on our Facebook page. It's a uh, post that's. It's, it's also on the Ron Miller pinned race. up at the top. It's also on the Ron Miller race cars yeah. page, pinned at the top. And do that daily. You don't have to do it right now. You can wait till after uh, the show's over and then uh, click on it and vote for us. Just uh, go ahead and do that daily up until December eighteenth. It'd mean a lot to us. Yeah, and we also had uh, mentioned that we're up against Ryan Weekman's podcast. It's not Ryan Weekman's podcast. It's uh, on the radar, which is a different thing. I'm not really sure what it is. It's about music or something. Ryan Weekman's podcast uh, that he does uh, for the weather over on Channel 11, that's off the radar. So we were confused because of the one words different. That, on the radar. But, vote for but you us. can still vote for uh, Ryan because uh, he's up in the uh, best meteorologist category. You know, and if you want to do me a personal favor, go to uh, Nikki K Photography. Uh, under uh, under the bridal photography heading, and uh, that's family, and and I'd appreciate that. Nikki K Photography. That's another one that's up. Yes, sir. Not against us. Well, obviously, <laughs> I mean, like the Hammerdown Rachel Report nominated for best uh, dentist in Toledo. I don't think we'd win that. We might. I don't know. We're painless. All right. Anyway. What are you staring at, Scott? Oh, I'm just reading some of Craig Mintz's comments there. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, let's pay some bills. Uh, Rambella Race Cars. Christmas is coming up. Wonderful it, place it, to buy Christmas looked, presents. Have you looked outside today? We have, yeah. Yeah. So if uh, you're looking for Christmas gifts and you need some ideas, give this man a call, 734-856-7223. That's Ron Miller Race Cars. He's... He has pretty much anything a racer needs, and if you, you don't know what to get, well, and it's gift not, cards. It's not just circle track racing. It could be drag racing. It could be uh, high-performance street cars. It could be racing lawnmowers, I suppose. Have you done those? Yes. Awesome. I, I've done a couple of mini-rod pulling tractors, too. So, yeah, we, we do it all. All right. You still uh, backed up, super busy? or Couldn't get another car in right now. So um, I'm not going to be bringing my car over anytime soon then? Nah. Okay. After the hangover. After the hangover. Okay. I'm thinking about maybe doing the hangover race. Well, you should. Because I haven't called Dave about uh, refreshing the motor yet either. So I don't know. Maybe I'll just wait till after that. I was getting close. Okay. Well, we'll think about that. Uh, some uh, action that uh, from this was. I, I don't think there was any action. No, there Scott. wasn't. Apparently, I just never updated this. From uh, last week. I thought I had the... It's bad when I when I do my show prep here. I just kind of copy and paste over last week's stuff. And yeah, there wasn't really much going on this past week. That's all Atomic Speedway stuff. We already talked about that last week, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yeah. And the... Uh, and Moeller was supposed to uh, race this weekend. And that one ain't I do have that. Either. I do have that. Uh, that's going to be happening this weekend. Maybe. But we'll talk about that later. Maybe. It's going to happen. Possibly. Yeah, they do have a they they have a rain rain snow date for that too the rescheduled thing. But again, we'll talk about that later. Let's talk to uh, Ethan. 
Well, we just Why not? Right in. He's here, and we'll get to news uh, a little bit later. Uh, Ethan uh, Stanuchek. I gotta say it like that, otherwise I'm not gonna be able to pronounce it. That's fine with me. Most people can't pronounce it anyway, so it's all right. I'm used to it. So you may be young, but you've actually—we uh, were talking a little bit before the show. You've you you've raced for uh, quite a few years. Uh, tell us uh, tell us about how you got started in racing and, and um, when. So I got I started when I was about ten, so about seven years ago. Uh, my dad. I mean, I I've always wanted to race ever since I was little. My dad, and my uncle have raced for ever since I was born, and uh, they were always like, "Oh, you're not big enough. You're not big enough." You know, so I kept bugging them, bugging them, and then eventually they're like, okay, we'll put you in a go-kart, and ran in go-karts for about a year, and then move up to mini-cup cars. Uh, ran at Jackson Speedway for, I don't know, a few years, won a championship and a few races. Now, the uh, mini-cup cars don't have any real suspension, do they? They do. They okay. actually have coilover suspension. Okay. Yeah, they're little, uh, It's everything's like, it's like a small late model. Okay. Almost. Um, it's pretty advanced for what it is. And that was a lot of fun running those cars. Um, you go, I mean, they get going, especially out at Jackson. And then a couple of years ago, he came to me and said, "You know, you want to run big cars?" And well, of course, <laughs> of course, I want to well, run yeah. big cars. Well, duh. What know? have I been telling you since I was ten? Exactly. You know, that couple of years ago, he came to me and was like, "Let's run big cars." Since you know, he said, "Ever since you were little, I wanted you to get into the big cars." With like, we've done it for the past you know, ten years, and of course, I'm all for it. Here we are. What, uh, tell us a little bit about the car that you raced this year uh, and, and why you were so dominant. Uh, so the factory stock class at Toledo and the enduro class at Flat Rock, uh, my dad raced it for I don't know, three or four years, three or four years ago. And your dad is? Dave Stanuchek. Okay. David Stanuchek. And my uncle's uh, Toddick Stanuchek. Right. And they ran that class, and he was always wanted to win a race, and they never could. Uh, There's a little bit more competition i want to say that long ago there's more cars you know 30 40 cars and uh i don't know this year we had mechanical issues starting out the year and then as the year went on we kind of figured them out and then i got a little better and everything just kind of clicked you know every the crew clicked and started winning races why don't you uh, tell our listeners a little bit about what a factory stock car is you know that you, you you say factory stock and they think you it came straight take, from the factory. Take the, <laughs> take the headlights out of it and go race, and it, it's not quite like that. No, the factory stocks at Toledo are they're a little bit more advanced than what you know the name factory stock. Uh, they're they're old cars, like our car is a 1987 Cutlass, um, but you do a little bit more to it. You know, you strip out the whole inside and throw a 350 motor into it, and most of it's stock parts, but it's it's a little bit more. And what does ARCA mandate on those as far as safety equipment? Obviously, you've got to have a roll cage. Oh, yeah. We have a roll cage, and you have to have a racing seat and a five-point harness. Um, you have to have a head and neck restraint, so you can't have the big horse collar now. You have to actually have the stuff that hooks up to your helmet, so if you get into a wreck, it doesn't, you, know, you can't break your neck. And Definitely a lot of safety rules involved. In window the nets are yes. mandatory, yes, too, right? Yes, window nets are mandatory. No, I, I was trying to. I was playing with the camera, so I was only half paying attention to uh, your first part there of how you got started. Um, how long have you been racing the car that you have right now? Um, was this, this the first year? Or this will you... be my. This was my second year. Okay, Next in the same car then. Yes. Okay. The car. And you got your first win this year. This year. Okay. Yep. At Toledo, right. twenty twenty lap factory stock race. Where'd you end up in the points uh, last season? In the factory oh, stock. factory stock. We only raced 
one race so, last uh, season. So then you, we actually didn't even finish a race. The car. Did you race anywhere else the first season? Then? Uh, Flat Rock, just Toledo and Flat Rock. Just uh, the Enduros up there, or yep. did you actually race with the street stocks? No, no, I I wish, but no, the uh, we only ran ran the four Enduros, and we did pretty good. Um, the first one I ever ran, we started, we qualified second, started twenty first, and got up to third by about lap one fifty, and then uh, ended up getting Those hit and taken out. Two hundred fifty lap Enduros. So how how do you like uh, doing those compared to uh, you know just a regular feature at Toledo? Oh, there's no comparison. There's it's a lot more racing. It's a lot more fun. Um, you get tired. More laps, more fun. Is that oh, what you're saying? Oh yeah, okay. for sure. Definitely more laps, more fun. Uh, a lot more action, and it's just flat rock's a lot faster than the small track at Toledo. You know, it's a lot bigger and more maneuverable, and you can really get get going there. And, and a whole lot more banking. Yes, a whole lot more banking. A lot faster. That's for sure. A lot of fun there. And you run the same car then, as we talked about before, for the Enduro as you do the factory stocks. It's a little, do a lot of the uh, other factory stock drivers uh, race in the Enduros up there as well? or um, Yeah, I think most of them do. Uh, there's a few that don't. But a lot of the, I mean, we had one race this year at Toledo where we had, I think, 15 cars. That ended up getting rained out, but 15 cars showed up, and I want to say more than three-quarters of them were Enduros from Flat Rock. So they are the exact same cars, same rules, same everything. Cool. And you got a couple of uh, feature wins in the Enduros uh, this year yeah. at uh, Flat Rock. Yeah, we got two. Uh, there's four races there a year, the 250s, and we won two of them, two of the, the last two. Did you dominate them, or did you get the win at the end? I mean, how, um, how, do, you, how do you pace yourself for that? Do you go all out the whole time, or do you, do you kind of pace yourself? Or? It's, it's kind of like you have to pace yourself. Uh, it's kind of go go all out at the same time. You know, you, you start right around 10th, wherever you draw, depending on where you qualify. Um, then you kind of want to get up to the lead as quick as you can and then just stay smooth and ride it out. And then the last 50 you can go. But between lap like 100 and 200, you kind of want to pace yourself and get a feel and then you know, see all your cars and then go the last 50. Now, do you uh, have any indication as far as uh, how close you are to the finish of those Enduros? Do they tell you or the receiver? You can actually or? see the scoreboard. Oh, they have, you the, can. Okay. They have the big... Uh, so you know when the race when you're getting oh, down yeah. there toward the end, okay? Yep. If not, uh, actually, the last race of the year we didn't have the scoreboard. It went out. I think the electricity went out on. I don't know something happened, and uh, we actually fees. had poster boards cut out, uh, green and or no, yellow and uh, white. My uncle and my dad would hold them up to let me know lap hundred and two hundred, so I knew where I was at in the race. Now, do you get worried uh, in the last fifty laps or so? You know, something you start hearing things in the oh, motor always, or something. Oh, always, always. You're, I mean, you're you're winning the race and you're out by you know half a track or maybe more or less. You're kind of going, nothing break, nothing break. Let me finish the race, you know. And you just hope nobody hits you and you don't hit anybody. And you know, sometimes it goes your way and sometimes it doesn't. So how many uh, how many enduros that you've entered up there have you not finished? Ooh, first season, we didn't finish three of them. And then this season, we didn't finish two of them, so about five. Um, so more than we've actually started. I mean, most of the time you do kind of break in them, especially when you're trying to get your car figured out we were, like we were last season. You ever worried, though, that uh, you know something bad's going to happen to your car running one of those Enduros uh, and you're not going to make it to Toledo then you yeah, know, since you they, were running for the championship? They ran a lot of uh, back-to-back races. They did a lot of Fridays and Saturdays. And we at were least you run Toledo on Friday, and then so yeah. if something happens on a Saturday night, you have the week to, to yeah. work on it. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, Friday night, we're kind of like, well, we want to win the Enduros because the Enduros were our main focus this year. 
until we started doing better at Toledo. Um, so Friday nights were like, nothing go wrong. That way we can run tomorrow too. And then it worked out pretty well this year for us. So what do you think uh, changed for this year to uh, get you, you know, your first wins and and have such a successful season? Um, I really, I think it was like our crew, kind of everything kind of clicked together with the car and we got a. Uh, the mechanical parts. So we broke a lot of power steering this year. You don't, actually, need, you don't need that. And those cars is a little different. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. They're a little they're a little rough, you know, especially for those long races. So we broke those a few times and actually my grandma and my grandpa um helped us get a new power steering system because they sponsor our car, uh Hypersil, Aries Engineering up in Dundee, Michigan. They sponsor our car and uh, they helped us get what we needed and then we kind of Went from there and started winning races. Since we're talking about sponsors, were there any other sponsors you wanted to talk about? Um, or is it just Grandma and Grandpa? No, we have a few. We have uh, Forest View Lanes up in uh-huh. right. Temperance. Uh, they run a great, great facility up there. Uh, Rich Kenny up there does great. They help us out a lot. I was on a league up there. I like that place. Yeah, it's a very nice place. They're doing a lot to it. That's nah, for sure. Nah. Nah, you don't bowl there. <laughs> you want to bowl next Tuesday? Maybe. All right. We'll talk about it after the show. Okay. I need somebody, a sub. Wait, do, do they need to be good? Nope. Okay. Then I'm your man. I'm your man. Um, have you raced at uh, any other tracks other than uh, Toledo and uh, Flat Rock? No. Uh, just Jackson Speedway where I ran the Mini Cup. Other than that, we haven't. I haven't raced anywhere else. Would you have liked to? I would love to. I'd love to go up to, I mean, my dream track to run is Kalamazoo. I love Kalamazoo and how high banked it is and it's how it's like bowl, you know. It's it's a sweet track, and then uh, Jacusa, up in Canada, they run a lot of like CRA shows up there and stuff. That track is beautiful, absolutely gorgeous. Ever consider racing on dirt? Have you ever tried racing on dirt? I have never tried it. I do yeah. want to try it. Um, we jo- we had Joe Nicoloy on the show last week, and he started out in Angola on the on the asphalt, and said that he couldn't get the car to turn. Yeah. So after a while, he gave up and went to dirt, and he. He got the car to turn, and he liked it, and he just never went back to asphalt. So Yeah, last year, we actually, me and my dad went down to Angola just to see how it was, and it seems to be a lot of the cars down there can't really turn the corners. It's real. So maybe it's a track problem. I think he it just, is the he track. He was just at the wrong track. I think it is the track. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's a, it's a real narrow track. It's like a paperclip. Uh, it's real high banked, but. Yeah, I used like to go there struggles. when I was a little kid when we used to live out in Bryan. But. Looks like a fun track. So you'd race there, too? We've. I'd like to try there. Okay. I would like to try anywhere. I'll race anywhere. Speaking of. Uh, doing new things uh i've been uh seeing some things where you were uh driving your your uncle's late model there is a testing session and was it last month mm, yeah right around there last month, two month yeah that was what's that all about that was crazy uh that was a great opportunity that my uncle gave me uh, we kind of discussed it and he said well you know you did pretty good this year you, know, you deserved a test car like, all right i've always wanted to run the late models and try it and finally got the chance and uh it was crazy fast. Those cars are beasts of cars. You know, there's no messing around with those cars. And no. that was at Toledo? It was at Flat Rock. Okay. It was at Flat Rock. We laid down some pretty decent times, consistent times. Um, but A little that, bit faster than your factory stack. Oh, yeah. <laughs> About two seconds. Two seconds a lap. Okay. And it was it was definitely intense. A lot of fun. And on a fun. small track, two seconds is quite a bit. Yes. Corners come a whole lot quicker. They do. They do like, like the, everything's like almost the like straightaway disappears. Yeah, like you're going and you're just constantly turning left. There's no straightaway at you know flat rock in those cars. You're going so fast. Right. So is that a precursor to anything? 
Um, what what's happening next season? Next season we will not be running late model. Okay. My uncle's actually trying to sell it. Is as much he? as I would love to to buy it or not to buy it, but to race it. Um, we're trying to sell it, and we actually bought a street stock. So I will be running the street stock All class right. next year. At, uh, at Flat Rock, then? Yep, at Flat Rock. We're not going to run – we're not planning on running a full season. We'll see where it goes for the first few races, but plan on So you'll keep season. the factory stock for Toledo and yep, yep, street, we'll, uh, street stock for the Rock? Yep, we'll run – I don't think we're going to run Toledo as much, <clears throat> but we'll run the uh, Enduros. The, the Level Car- Pebble. That's right. Yep. I used to listen to Gary Lindahl up there. Really? Yeah. You listen to Gary? <laughs> I did. I like Gary. He does a great job. Oh, up he there. does. He's a great announcer. Oh, yeah, yeah. Gary's especially a great guy. the figure eights. I mean, he's the best figure eight guy ever. Look out! It's my favorite part. I miss those. Speaking of which, uh, any uh, any inclinations to uh, drive a figure eight, to race a figure eight? No, no, no. I mean, I've always thought about it. What what it would be like? And I'm just not bred for that. Those guys are a little different than you know we are for. The thrill and the adventure, and uh, I'd like to try it. You know, maybe the school buses. Try the school bus figure eight. Dennis Wisman was on the show a couple of weeks yeah, back and uh, said he couldn't imagine doing anything else. Yeah, that's how all those guys are. <laughs> you know, they they're great guys, but they're they're definitely a little different. They're fun. Breed. They are fun guys. They're great guys too. Well, you know, they're they're, they're wrapped a little different though. A little bit. You know, bit. you do with the school bus figure eight thing. You may get it. You may get hooked. You may get the bug. Maybe be like I'm gonna have to sell the street stocks and get in the figure eights. <laughs> Maybe might have to try that school bus in the future. I think there's there's uh you know there's less competition in the the figure eights as far as number of competitors. Yeah, there's so. a lot more competitors in the street stock. That's for sure. So it'll be easier to uh, finish higher in the standings. I'm thinking we like our competition. Okay, we do like the you're, gonna, you're gonna stick with the street stock. We are talk you out of for it. this year. Okay, we'll see where it goes from there. You're gonna be uh, running uh, the same number as your factory stock, or that's the plan. Okay. Number twenty. Number 20. How'd you get that number? That's what my dad and my uncle raced. Uh, they actually, in go-karts, they were number 6 and number 11. When they got the street stock, they were number 20, and they've always been number 20, other than the late model. I'm like, you know what? They're like, well, what number do you want to be? Any number, you know, it doesn't matter. I'm like, well, I want to be number 20. I want to take after you guys. So, All right. Well, I got some other questions here from the uh, peanut gallery online. Uh, Joe Nicoloy, uh, he raced uh, the uh, Grocery Getter Classic at Fairfield last uh, September. Are you familiar with that? 24-hour race? Maybe. Yeah, I've heard about it. They're going to do it's, one. It's, of, and it yeah. is a true factory stock race. You're it's, not allowed to do I, anything. I did hear about that. Yeah, they're. I mean, they are stock, stock yeah, cars. It has, and it has to have an FM radio because <laughs> Does it really? that's, that's how they communicate with you. Oh, wow. He wants to know, know if you would run that. You would run a 24-hour race like that. They'd have teams of four, so you wouldn't be all 24 hours just you. I would probably do it. Okay. I don't see why not. As long as it's, you know, safe, somewhat safe. <laughs> Got some safety yeah. into it. Nope. I don't know. That's up to my, my dad and my mom. <laughs> they're, they're, my mom's usually a little eerie about that kind of stuff. But I'm supposed to ask you how you uh, celebrate after a win. Oh, that's our little signature move. Uh, get on top of the car and kind of wave our hand around and get a little excited and act like we're driving on top of the car. Just something fun for the fans. Okay. Is it fun for you? It is fun. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's right. fun for us, that's too. What, that's what it's all yeah. about. Oh, yeah. It's fun for us, but the fans love it. And we're like, yeah, we'll just keep doing it. Where'd Something that come signature. from? Just one night we were up watching our old racing videos, and Dad's like, you know, you got to do something. If you, you know, if we win this season, you got to do something cool. All right, how about we, oh, uh, let's get on top of the car and, you know, act like we're driving it. All right. 
and we did it. It's kind of stuck. And they liked it. They did. Nice. Uh, so where do you see yourself, uh, you know, next season you're going to be in the streets, Doc. Mm-hmm. Three, four years down the road, where do you think uh, you'll be? Where would you, uh, let me ask it in two different ways. Where do you think you'll be and where ideally would you like to be? Ideally where I would like to be would be like in the ARCA series or something, trying to get up there. Traveling series? Yeah, try to get up in a traveling series, um, maybe CRAs, try to get, get around and get more into the game. Um, realistically, maybe late models. Outlaws, maybe street stock still. I'm not exactly sure. What about the hangover race? I've thought about it, and I wouldn't mind doing it so much. My dad doesn't really want to do it. Is it the cold? With our car, yeah. He doesn't want us to race in the ice and all that. But, I mean, I wouldn't it's be fun. Well, you just it. never it know. Like you, or you, you never just, know. Exactly. You never know what yeah. you're going to get, you know. Yeah, we've been We've been there a lot of years. and I mean, A lot of you, years have been better than today's weather. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have 50 degrees, you could have 10 below. Uh, now, is it true they people have coolers in their cars filled with snowballs? Not not in the cars. Hmm. They bring it in the stands, and the oh, people the throw stands. snowballs at you in the oh, car. Jeez. Although that's, that, that's an idea, though. I don't think anybody's done that, have snowballs in the car to throw back at the fans. You know, we could, I wonder if that Scott, would be an issue. how about an air cannon <laughs> there you inside go. the race car? What are you going to shoot at them? Snowballs. I think there might be a safety issue in that. I could hey, be wrong. If they can chuck a snow, say if they they can chuck sure. a snowball downhill at me, I can. You're air, wearing air, a helmet and all the protective gear. I, yeah, they may think you're on fire and they're cooling you off. Then I've got that big Lexan billboard they can bounce off of and yeah, land that, on my lap. That's on the wrong side. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. It catches it. You're like a big target. You should put a little target on that. Draw a big, big target. No. Snowballs here. I don't like snowballs. There you go. Everybody uh, throw your snowballs at uh, Mr. Miller this year. He doesn't like snowballs. Just just remember there may be an air cannon in there. <laughs> That's a, Ethan, that was a wonderful idea. That's what I've heard. I've heard the, people the, put them the, in the car. And the like, drivers fight crazy. back. This could there be the go. year. Yeah. This could be an interesting hangover race. That's uh, Nothing could be better than a 200-mile-an-hour <laughs> snowball. <laughs> Unless it's hitting you in the face and you don't have a helmet on, you're going to injure all the race fans and nobody's ever going to come back. They just need to put on their wear helmets to the racetrack. That's it. There you go. (laughs) Problem solved. (laughs) All right. So, well, Ethan, we appreciate you coming in tonight. Thank you for having me. What do you do uh, during the off season? You know, that's not racing related. I do bowl. Everybody bowls. I know everybody that races bowls. I noticed that. Yeah, I was watching uh, Mike Miller and Dennis Wisman's uh, interview, and they they bowl too. They bowl at Jugs and I bowl at right. for the high school at uh, Bedford. What else? Uh, what else do you do? What other hobbies or interests? Or that's about it. That's about it. We don't really do much else. I mean, I golf sometimes and all that. You got a girlfriend? I do not. There you go. He's single and available, <laughs> ladies. I think most of our listeners are guys, but uh, there you go. Maybe maybe Rusty. Oh wait, he's talking to Craig on there. Never mind. Never mind. Rusty's talking to Craig. Yeah, they're tra- I see. trading rides for a night. Him and Craig oh no. That would be fun to watch, too. They should trade rides and come to the hangover race, although they don't allow the sprints. No. That sucks. Uh, let's talk about uh, a little bit of news. Not that much uh, going on since uh, we're headed towards the holiday season. Me first. Me first. Go ahead. Knock yourself self out. Now, Not literally. I, I put forth, 
Uh, I, I called the folks from Millstream Speedway. Oh, because no, keep going. I'm interested. Yeah, now, I knew that. Um, a good friend of mine ran into the owner of Millstream Speedway. Which good friend? A good friend. Okay. I, I just you're not going to put me in a box. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. But I'm just trying um, to pick out the details. The uh, the details that he gave me made a whole lot of sense. The details from your friend that ran into the people. That, that ran into. Okay. Not directly from. That, that ran into the promoter, correct. So the details the, the aren't owner. directly from the race. So what he told my buddy was that. The Rose. Yes, Greg Rowe. I'm trying to follow here. Now, okay. now, I did call Greg Rowe, left a message, told him I would very much like to have him on the show, and he never reached out. But what he told my friend was that he intends to run 12 races next year. Greg intends Greg, to run. Greg intends to run 12 races, uh, late models, mods, and stocks. No sprints? Late models, mods, and stocks. Okay. And uh, a couple of cutesy little things to make it more exciting for the fans. Uh, like theme nights? Well, no. Instead of just a cone or a restart zone, he's he intends to have a series of green fly or of green lights all the way around the racetrack. And at any point where the cars are properly lined up, the tower could throw the green So like surprise starts. Yes, sir. Surprise. Here you go. Okay. So you better be on your toes. All right, then. Yeah. I'm happy with the fact that they're just opening up. Oh, absolutely. The cutesy stuff can come after, but yeah. Okay. No, but he's got some things that could make it exciting. Here's Uh, the other thing, though. Double double file starts. Here's the other Uh, thing. They were supposed to have all-star races and run shows this past summer, and that didn't happen, so I'm kind of... I don't know who which friend it was that said this, but I'm kind of like, I'll believe it when I see the, it. The friend of mine that Greg talked to uh, gave me the same story on the all-star race uh, that Greg did. So I have every reason to believe that what what he gave me was, was a straight deal. All right. I'd like to believe but, it. I, uh, I want, I'm like uh, Mulder from uh, the X-Files. You know, I, I want to believe. I'm telling you, a dozen shows Sunday nights at Millstream – would be it would be over the top yeah i'm in late models mods and stocks i I believe car count would be good okay i I see it as a win-win-win there's the inside scoop i have uh, i do check every single week when i'm doing my prep i check the uh, millstream website yeah i know that's probably not greg's uh, strong suit there it still says that they're not going to race the weekend of may 27th i think what year this year. Oh, okay. Remember when they were supposed to have the All-Stars? Right. That, that was the only update that's been done, and that was in May. So, so Greg, Mary Beth, if you're listening. Um, Please. We, we'd I love, implore we, you. We would love to have you in the studio. I and, would like and, to hear this from the horse's mouth. And set the record straight. And Absolutely. I'm not calling anybody a horse. That was just using that saying. So please do not be offended. Right. Good. Well, that's good news. I'm happy about that. Oh, yeah. No, Keep no. an eye on that uh, in I, case I, uh, Rusty uh, calls here. Uh, uh, some other news, some uh, sad, sadder news. 
three-time uh, NASCAR champ, the Silver Fox, David Pearson, passed away at the age of 83. Saw that. And he's got, uh, he had a few, I guess it wasn't Cup Series back then, but the premier uh, series that NASCAR has, uh, championships. A little before my time, though. But uh, a, a great a racer and, and well-respected. Uh, the All-Star Circuit of Champions has a new series director, Eric Walls, who takes over after four seasons as the technical director of the All-Stars, uh, is going to be the new series director. 2019 season kicks off January 31st at Bubba Raceway Park in Florida for the All-Stars. Nick Rice, former head of... I just saw that uh, today. I didn't have that in here. Okay. Yeah. Nick Rice, former head of uh, American Ethanol Series, uh, is going to be in a management capacity at Berlin Raceway. Very nice. Congratulations, Jim. Be, be good to see him back. Yeah. Uh, news uh, that kind of centers a little bit uh, closer to home here. The uh, weekly late model series class, whatever you want to call it, at uh, Fremont will not be returning in 2019. Yeah, the great late models, the 602 class. Uh, they announced They kind of struggled for car count. I take uh, even credit. They, they've tried for several years to get... Uh, cars there now did you see the last part of that press release though and that was the one that was kind of a tease um they said they they said that there would be additional special shows to be announced yes i did Um, see that i don't know if that means american late model series or ethanol series or you're that what you're thinking some kind of late absolutely special shows absolutely so uh, that's still a possibility. You know, I, I think but there's the, the I regular think, the regular show is going to be the 410s, 305s, and the dirt trucks. I think there's still a lot of late model fans over in that area, and uh, two, three, six, fifteen late model shows a year for real late model shows would be wonderful. Well, the kind of uh, their choices, I guess, are Oakshade or uh, Wayne County, right, for Saturday nights. So. There's that news. Uh, Atomic Speedway has a- announced a uh, 24-hour race. Really? Sounds very similar to the Grocery Getter Classic at uh, Bear Field in Fort Wayne. Uh, this one, though, is going to be in May. And, uh, you know, Atomic's a dirt track, so it'll be a little bit right. different than uh, the Grocery Getter. And I think uh, these have to have a roll cage, or at least a roll bar, from what I was reading in the rules. Uh, the entry fee's uh, half as much as the Grocery Getter. They're asking... Uh, 250 bucks and they're limiting limiting it to 150 cars so if they get 150 cars basically the the payout to win is a thousand times how many wait not a thousand times yeah that'd be cool that'd be a lot of money (laughs) it's fifteen thousand to win if they get 150 cars so that'd be a hundred times right right two zeros yeah a hundred times how many pretty, cars pretty much so. factory stock so get, type cars though i believe so it sounded uh the rules sounded pretty similar to the uh grocery getter deal uh other than the roll bar thing i don't remember seeing that in the grocery getter rules but i could be wrong but uh yeah they're uh gonna have that may 24th and 25th they're gonna start on a friday night at eight and then end up on a saturday atomic speedway uh southern ohio so yeah. So I think that uh-huh. they probably were keeping an eye on the uh, Grocery Getter Classic and how well that did for uh, for Dave over there at uh, Bear Field. They're like, hey, let's give this a try. A- another crazy sounds, idea that takes off. Sounds fun, yeah. Uh, Kyle Busch won at uh, IMS 
Speedway. What does that stand for? I don't even know what that stands for. I don't for. know. Phoenix. We'll call it Phoenix. Uh, championship four are now set uh, for battle at uh, Homestead this coming weekend, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so we got Legano. All three, all three classes, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Legano, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick are your competitors. And, uh, you know, those guys have pretty much been on top all season. So, And, you know, no as much surprise. as I'd like to see Truex take that race, I, I think it's going to come down to the big three. Oh, yeah. the phone's ringing. Yeah. We'll pick our winners here in a bit. I think. Uh, let's let's see who might be calling on on the line. Hammerdown Racing Report. Hey there. Is this Rusty? This is Rusty. Hey. So you got a race coming up. Uh, are you all ready for that? Uh, just about. Just got to go through the car a little bit and do do a few final touches to it. But uh, for the most part, we're ready to go. What's uh what's the, what's the last race uh, you've you've competed in? Um, the Deep Fried 75, I believe, was the last one down to Duck River. No, Kokomo. Oh, no, 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 We went to Kokomo the week after that. I forgot about that. Flash. So it's been uh, a few weeks then, a couple weeks. Yeah, three, four weeks since Kokomo. So you're ready to go racing again? I'm always ready to go racing. <laughs> now that's... No uh, thoughts of going to Molar this weekend? Uh, we, were, we were th- thinking about it, but they've already canceled. So. Oh. oh, have they? I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. We'll have to talk about that later. But you're going to be running the, uh, the what the heck's it called? The something at the dome. Wait, I got to read uh, The official name. Gateway Dirt Nationals. I couldn't think of the name of it. Uh, you ran, you've run that. Uh, did you run the first year, too? Yep, we ran both of them. Okay. How'd you do uh, each of those? Uh, the first year we borrowed a car. We weren't in our, we weren't in our own stuff. Uh, I missed the show by one spot. Um, and then last year we, uh, they did a little different format. They had, a we had a double features, uh, on Thursday or on Friday night. Um, kind of like the World 100 does, two qualifying, or, uh, yeah, two qualifying features. And led, uh, led about three quarters of the race and got a flat tire with three to go. Well, that kind of sucks. <laughs> yep. So then we had to we had to start deep in the field in the heat race the next night. Well, I'd be mean, they called it, and we made it into a transfer spot and started deep in the feature. And uh, I mean, I don't even remember. Ended up mid pack somewhere. All right. How was it uh, racing indoors? It is awesome, man. It is probably the the most fun I've ever had on a dirt track. It, the atmosphere is just it, it's awesome. I mean, I, I love little bitty tracks like that anyway. Uh, they're uh, put a little bit more of the, the driver behind the wheel instead of uh, instead of dollar bills, but um, the the atmosphere is just awesome. Being in being inside a football stadium and um, having everybody uh, so close, uh, and it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's a different deal. If you could ever get there to watch it or, or participate, it's definitely worthwhile. And that's uh, November 29th through uh, December 1st, and this year they're uh, actually adding midgets too. Any chance of scoring a midget ride? Uh, no, trust me, I thought about it. Uh, it's all, it, it's invite though. I think it's invite only for the midgets and the modifieds. Uh, so I think there's some criteria there that you have to, uh, win some certain races and stuff like that in order to get in. So it, uh, uh, unfortunately we will not be in a midget. <laughs> it looked like, uh, looked like you and, uh, Craig Mintz were, uh, negotiating to, uh, trade rides here. Well, now you done ruined it. My wife's sitting here next to me and heard it, so I'll never be able to do it now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> so how many, uh, do you know how many other uh, late model drivers are entered for this year? 
was 107, somewhere okay. like, something like that. 107. And they come uh, from all over the country? Oh, yeah. It's probably the hardest show of the – I would say it's the hardest show of the year to make. Uh, I mean, the, the World 100 used to bring in 150, 200 cars, and, and, and the World and the Dream and the Dirt Track World Championship shows like that are only getting 70 or 80 cars, and this thing brings in over 100 every year. Uh, and, and, man, it is it is close quarters. It's hard to pass. It's uh, – um, it's a racy track. It's you can race two, three wide sometimes. It's just uh, it takes a long way, a long time to to drive from the, the back of the field to the front of the field at that little place. So it's it's hard to make a show there. You uh, you and Billy Moyer were probably the most exciting race of the entire weekend last year. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely fun racing with him. Uh, um, being able to being able to be on that sort of stage in front of in front of the whole world and and, and uh, like I said in that that stadium um, in front of thousands of people, man, it's awesome to be able to run door to door with uh, with a guy like Billy and and put on a show for them guys. So you wanted to come on the show because uh, usually when we have somebody on, they win you know the week or week week or two right after being on, right? Is it, is it good luck kind of thing? That's the plan. I, I definitely need to. I need to cash in on some of that luck. So well, and it's uh, been working. We didn't jinx it by wanting to come onto the show, but <laughs> it's it's been working well. So uh, I, I'm thinking, yeah, you're you're a shoe in for that one. <laughs> I hope so. That'd be a good win. So when do you uh, when do you load things up and actually head down to uh, to the to St. Louis? We'll be leaving Tuesday evening sometime. Uh, we have to load into the dome uh, into our parking spots on Wednesday. I think Wednesday around noon, so um, we'll have to leave here. It's about a seven-hour drive out there. Uh, we'll have to leave here Tuesday evening. So how do how do they keep that uh, the track? I mean, I don't. I'm assuming they keep it in pretty decent uh, racing condition. But how do how do they do that? You know, since it's a temporary thing, they just bring in the dirt and and let you guys have at it and tear the crap out of it. I'm assuming. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, Kevin Gundaker and his crew do do an awesome job on that racetrack. I don't I don't know how in the heck they can build a facility like that in such a short amount of time and um, and, and get it to do what it does. Uh, but they thank God the track is small enough where if if it does start coming apart or if it starts getting one lane, they can they can go out there and rip that thing up in a couple passes with a tractor and, and completely redo it and and the time that it takes the fans to go get a hot dog and come back. So um, I think that's the good part about it is it's so small. The the track prep is is fairly quick, uh, and they can keep on it all night long and and, and make sure the the racing is good for the crowd. And I I believe uh, it's going to be on uh, streaming. If you're not going to St. Louis, uh, people can watch it. Is it Dirt on Dirt that's coming? I think so. So uh, you got a a national audience uh, that way as, as well. Uh, so it's a pretty pretty huge event, and there's not really much other racing going on this time of year. So that that also helps, uh, I'm sure, bring in the cars. But it is, a, I mean, it's a cool event, and this is only the third year they've been doing it, and it's already pretty huge. So yeah, it's it's. I think it's just going to keep getting bigger. Um, I, I don't I don't know how this. Uh, I, I don't know anything that could make this deal fail. Uh, like I said, I have more fun at this deal. I look forward to this race more than any any all year long. Uh, over top of the world and dream, and it just it kind of puts everybody on the same playing field. It, it, it doesn't. It, those guys can come in there with their million dollar operations, and and they still got to try and figure out how to get around a little fifth mile bordering the same way I do. So um, it uh, and it shows. There's a lot of us locals, and I, mean, I don't consider myself a local anymore, but uh, the lower lower dollar team, I should say, that, that we can run with those guys. We can. Uh, Gordy Gundaker won one, won one of the prelims last year. Um, 
it's uh, I should have won the other one if the area would have stayed in the tire for three more laps. But it, it definitely gives us little guys a chance to uh, to show what, we, what we've got. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Rusty. Uh, I'm going to assume that if you had to pick a winner, it's going to be you. Uh, but who who would you pick that's going to be uh, the next person behind you? Who's going to finish second? Oh, man, it, it's so up in the air at that place. Uh, I would have to go with uh, with somebody like Bobby Pierce or um, uh, maybe Ryan Unzicker, uh, one of the one of the, the guys that, that, that grew up on these little bull rings in Illinois, the, little, the, the fifth mile. Uh, stop and go uh, cushion races where you got to get up on the wheel and, and not be afraid to tear the car up a little bit. Um, Shannon Babb, uh, pro- probably one of those three, I would have to say, if it's not going to be me. All right, fair enough. you got to put a lot of work into your car to get it ready for the little track or uh, – or- you're, They're actually kind of the opposite of that. I mean, we, <laughs> we, we, we'll, we'll go through everything and make sure uh, make sure the car is good as far as nuts and bolts and, and, and move it and, and maintenance it just like we normally would for any race. But uh, when you when you prepare for, like, the World or the Dream or a big track like Eldora or Knoxville, you've got to put new body panels on and make sure everything's aerodynamic. And this deal, you just kind of leave the old beat-up panels on and uh, and hope for the best. <laughs> it's kind of, kind of pointless to put a, prepare a brand-new race car to go run around a fifth mile against 100 other cars and, and tear the crap out of it so thank god we're, we're indoors we're out of the elements there's not really uh aero doesn't play a factor um just got to make sure the car's uh mechanically sound and we should be good to go aero's not a factor at all there man I, a, a little bit uh anything you know you know as well as any of us ron uh, you lose a nose on one of these race cars i don't care what racetrack you're on it's going to affect you a little bit but um, man, I bent my nose up a little bit last year there, and I, man, I think one night I bent it up, and one night I bent it down into the track, and um, it, it, it didn't seem to affect me. We 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 stayed up front, we still ran good. Um, it doesn't. You're not going to shoot up that we're only doing 40 miles an hour half the time, so uh, it definitely doesn't come into come into effect like it does at Oakshade or any any bigger tracks than that. Well, cool. Uh, just nothing but the best of luck to you, Rusty. Thank you, Ron. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on here, guys. Hopefully we can uh, have another conversation here in a couple of weeks, and this luck streak will continue. Well, and we, <laughs> we have to, man. I, we've really had a, a a lot of luck in uh, in bringing winners home. So, yeah, we're, we're counting on you. I'm pretty sure the last two times I've been on here, we've won the next weekend, so we got to keep this going. Okay. All right, man, get that, uh, bring that one car home in uh, victory lane. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Yep. Good luck, Rusty. Thanks, Rusty. Thank you, guys. See ya. Rusty Schlenk, your, uh, did, was he the uh, late model champion points, national points yes. champion this year again? UMP national okay. champion. Again? Again. So, but, so yeah, I don't, we didn't share that with you, but usually when we have people on the show, the next time, not always, but most of the time, <laughs> they do, they win. So you're probably going to get an opening night win. Sounds good to me. No. We're expecting it. Yeah. We're expecting I, it. I hope Nothing so. less. I surely or, hope so. <laughs> or the hangover race, should you happen to show up at Sandusky on New Year's Day. Maybe. And they've got two different classes, so they've got basically a two-barrel class and a four-barrel class. So, Now, is it like open rules almost for that, for the two-barrel, four-barrel? Two-barrel, uh, eight-inch tires, two-barrel carburetor. I have a four-barrel, but they let me run with them. Well, and some of the four-barrel guys... They can disable. Dis- disconnect yeah. the the back two barrels, and you're running on two. There you go. Yeah, we have four barrel on the uh, enduro car. That's probably the one we would run if we yeah. bring any of them. There yeah, that, well, that'll be cool. see you New Year's Day then.
Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's up to my dad on that one. I don't know. Any eight-inch tire, so I'm sure you're you're in good shape there. Yeah, we have a lot of tires. I think we have about 40 used tires in our back garage right now. Ooh. We have too many. <laughs> Got any of the uh, new 800s? We have a couple. We actually, my uncle raced uh, the late model at the Kalamazoo Clash last okay. year. So we have, a, I think, a couple sets of the D800s, but not a lot. A lot of the 880s that yeah. we ran last year. Craig Mintz says uh, he'll trade you rides, I believe. He, he He's a sprint car racer. You want to you run a sprint car? I've always thought about it. I mean, those sprint cars look like a lot of fun. Um, again, different breed. <laughs> like the like the figure eights. Uh, I'd like to try it someday for sure. As would I. Yeah. He hasn't offered me, though. So I'm not also a track <laughs> champion either, so I got that. Um, Tony Stewart uh, sat down with uh, Kyle, Bo- Kyle Bush, Kyle Petty, last week, I believe it was, and had some comments about uh, the state of NASCAR and how things are, are changing, and I thought it was uh, worth a listen. You want to take yeah, I, absolutely. All right, he's uh, talking about all the, all the, the rule changes here when we, we join him here. If it changes at the same rate, we won't even recognize it from yeah. when I started. I remember 20 of us drivers went about, I don't know, five years ago maybe, six years ago, and sat with NASCAR and, and said, these are the things that we think will help make the sport better. And... A person in NASCAR that I won't name sat there and looked me square in the eye and said that everything that we were talking about and what I was saying was 180 degrees backwards from what they thought was going to fix it. Yeah. And, and this is a guy that never worked on a race car, never driven a race car, that worked for an auto manufacturer that came in and all of a sudden he was smarter than everybody that's ever been around the sport and driven race cars for yeah. 20 plus years. And that's kind of when I was like, we're in, we're in bad shape. We're in trouble. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, you have those kind of loud, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess uh, they went and talked to uh, the guys, some of the racers, uh, about what they could do for NASCAR and apparently did not like their, their views. The, the racers have been giving NASCAR what I feel is some very good information, you know? Uh, then bring, it, bring back the short tracks, yeah, short you know, track. uh, ease up, lighten up on the rules a little bit. Um, in NASCAR's heyday, there was pretty much open competition and, uh, you know, innovation, I'm, I'm innovation in your opinion, uh, on NASCAR, because you're, you're younger and, you know, you haven't been around and seen the older stuff. Well, maybe you have, but what is your opinion of NASCAR? Um, I think kind of like he said, it's almost going in the wrong direction. You know, like the old days, like watching old videos of NASCAR a long time ago was really interesting, the short tracks and the beating and the bang, and that's what fans want to see. And just like, uh, what was it, Martinsville a couple weeks ago, Joey Logano mm-hmm. hit Martin Truex out of the way to win the race. I mean, that's that's racing. You and know, you like that? You racing. approve of that? I approve of it on a level. On his level, yes, because, I mean, he's trying to win a championship, and he did what he had to do, and... It made a great entertainment for the fans. I think that's how it should be. Have you done that? Have you moved some anybody out of the way to get a win? Not to get a win. To get a position. To get a position okay. for the championship this year. Yeah, buddy. In a heat race. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're in that position, and you're like, if I don't make this move, you know, I got to. I'm not going to win the championship. That, that could be the result. And especially if if the car that you're racing against is a moving roadblock. <laughs> you know, that's for sure. That's for sure. Give them a few laps and then let them know you're there. Yeah. 
then if he doesn't get out of the way, then the chrome uh, was it the chrome horn? That's yeah. it. I was I was there, but I wasn't. You know, I was there. He I started third. He was second, and then I was there, and he came down. I trying to win for a championship and didn't back out, and it got together, and he didn't like it, and I don't know. It was racing deal. But did he get over it? I think so. Good. Have you, have you had any shouting matches or anything? No. Okay. I haven't personally. No, no altercations no. yet? No, not personally. It'll happen. <laughs> Give it time. So uh, let's pick winners for the championship this weekend. Who's going to win the uh, Monster Energy Cup Series uh, championship? Go ahead, Ethan. Dive in. Well, um, I think after... Now, I've never been a Joey Logano fan. I've never really liked him yeah, like on a personal level at all. But I think after the move he made on Truex... And he's not in the big three. I think he'll take it. I you think, think he set the ground rules? I, think I don't he think he made any friends, though. No, he definitely didn't make any friends. But the last thing that you know, Truex or something's going to do is hit him in the last race, unless it's the last maybe couple laps to win it. I but don't, I don't think he said he's going to remember it. You know, yeah. he said he knows yeah, who's he not going to win the championship. But but yeah, if you but, he, but if you look at that race, uh, where did Truex finish? Which one, Martinsville? Yeah, yeah. Third? Didn't he end up third? I think uh, he ended up third behind yeah. Hamlin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it, so. it was it was really just a matter of staying in the gas. And I I told you after I that know, race, you were all for it. Um, I didn't think it was that bad of a move him out of the way kind of thing either. But I don't like Joey. Logano. I thought that Truex <laughs> was every <laughs> like bit it. as much to blame as Logano was because Truex because he was sideways Tru- coming off the corner. Truex was hard on the throttle, wheels to the left. Well, he was pissed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can why. see. I can see where he came from on that one. Yeah, but all right. So but it's so got Logano. I think Logano just because he's motivated to win the championship yeah. now. He's got that drive, and it is the championship. So I suppose everything's fair. Yeah, pretty much. Throw, all right. Throw the really thick rule book out the window. Yeah. Sort of. Didn't Harvick get penalized he last did. week? Yeah, but he made it in. He made it. in. He did here. make it in. That's right. But yeah, he, he did had a cheater it. spoiler on. Yeah, that's what I heard. It was a totally legal I, spoiler. It was just improperly placed on the car. Moved over a little bit too far. I did read that uh, his car chief, crew chief, car chief, whoever, uh, will be permitted to celebrate with him should he happen to win. Because he's oh, they, good. they were suspended, but but he can't be in the. But he can't help out during the race because he's suspended. You'll have to be in the grandstands watching I, and then sure run over. Be. Oh, come he's on, isolated in the camper. I don't know. So who do you, who do you got? Who's going to win the championship? Harvick. He's just been so strong. Yeah. That's hard to argue with. Hard to argue with that. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Truex. Really? Yeah. Ooh. He's got some fire. He won. He's he's the defending champion. Boy, if I was down to Truex, final race or, for furniture furniture row racing. If I was down to the final two being Truex or Bush, whew, I'd have to take Bush. He sure looked good last week. Yeah. But I'm not a Bush fan. Truex, huh? I could go with either Harvick or Truex, really. Okay. I'd be happy. Harvick will dominate, but Bush will win. Harvick will dominate, <laughs> but Bush will win? It could happen. Usually Harvick, though, he's he was the his MO is to come on strong at the very end of the race. Like, so he'll come out of nowhere. Or at least that's how it used to be. Um, right, we'll find out who the champion is uh, Sunday afternoon, I believe. Yes, sir. Yeah. Homestead. Uh, other things coming up. Uh, there is a race uh, where apparently uh, Rusty says it's been canceled. I hadn't seen this yet. So, uh, But the turkey gobbler was uh, postponed from last weekend. 
So it was supposed to be run this weekend at and, Moeller. At Moeller. Uh, but they have a rain snow date, so I'm assuming that this is probably in effect now, of 1124, which would be... A week from now. Yeah, same day as the OSU-Michigan game. Ooh. Yeah. I think, isn't it? Yeah, that's the Saturday after Thanksgiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. And that's if they keep postponing it, sooner or later it's going to be warm and gonna, dry. It'll be like the monster, uh, the monster mash at uh, yeah. Montpelier last year. It'll they'll do it somewhere in April, in, somewhere mid May. Yeah. Well, good luck to them. We hope that this happens because uh, got late models, uh, fifteen hundred to win, modifieds thousand to win, sport mods five hundred to win, sport compacts five hundred to win. Uh, gates were supposed to open at two thirty, and general admission is uh, fifteen bucks. So. We'll keep you updated on that. We'll put something on now. Uh, go to Cincinnati, stuff. turn left. There you go. Awards banquets coming up uh, uh, this, uh, not this weekend. Nothing, no awards banquets this weekend. Nothing really going on this weekend except for shopping for Christmas and Thanksgiving and eating lots of turkey. Uh, Oakshade, though, has their awards banquet Saturday the 1st, as well as Sandusky Speedway. And uh, Sandusky Speedways is at the Pump Bar and Grill. Gateway Dirt Nationals, uh, we were just talking to Rusty Schlenk about that. It's at the Dome at the America Center in St. Louis. Uh, Super Late Models, Modifies, and Midgets. That's uh, over the weekend of the 29th of November through December 1st. Then we have the PRI uh, Trade Show in Indy, December 6th through the 8th. You're going to be there for that? I think so. Okay. Maybe you should do a live report. I can do that. Uh, The Rumble in Fort Wayne, the Allen County War Memorial Expo Center. That's uh, coming up uh, after Christmas, December 28th through the 29th. Midgets, quarter midgets, go-karts, and then Chili Bowl Nationals at the uh, River Spirit Expo Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma on January 14th through the 19th next year. And the hangover race, I didn't put that on there, January 1st. When's that? January 1st. Oh, yeah. Unless it's too cold like it was this past year. What were your thoughts on that, Scott? On what, uh, it being too cold and postponing it? Yeah. I was okay because it was cold. <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. I wasn't, and, and I wasn't planning on racing. I was planning on just going and watching. And throwing snowballs. And throwing, I think it was too cold for snowballs, though. I mean, you got to have it right around freezing so that stuff packs together. If it's negative 20 degrees, it's just powder, and you're just throwing, it's like throwing sugar at you or something. Personal question, Scott. <clears throat> have you ever thrown a snowball at the 35 car? I don't know. <laughs> Usually I target the cars that are uh, causing a delay in the program, like ones that spin like out the, a like lot. That, like that number four car last year? I don't know, whatever number it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, you were there. I was, he was. He was the one that delayed like four laps. Yeah, there was four a parade. lot of issues. He spun out four times on yeah. the parade lap. Yeah, and and – I'm not the only one that targets the cars to slow things down because most of the fans there they get cold usually by feature time, and everybody was aiming for him. Well, I'll bet, question, which probably didn't help because then he probably just spun out again and hurt his feeling. Yeah, but I like the idea that uh, Ethan had of bringing the snowballs with you in the car and throwing them back at the people. Got to get a little payback. Although I, mean, I, I think that would be awkward though because you're yeah, in the containment yeah, seat. That's, and and that's where the air cannon comes in, Scott. That's, I think that's the only way. And I could see you mounting it, like, somewhere beside you. So all you have to do is just kind of aim a little bit and push a button or something. Foom. <laughs> Foom. Oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. But you, the way you sell this to uh, Kevin Jaycox is is when he asks you why you have an air cannon on your car, because you're going to shoot some T-shirts into the crowd. That's it. Go. Yeah. 
wrapped inside of a snowball. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, again, thanks to uh, Ethan for coming in, and congratulations on your uh, championship uh, this year. Hopefully you get uh, another one next year for the street stocks, if you do run the whole season. Uh, we're thinking about it. But anyways, thank you for having me on the show. It was a great time. Absolutely. Next week we're off. It is Thanksgiving. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. You don't have to tune in and listen to our garbage for a week. But they can listen to us. And please, vote, vote for us. Yes. As soon as we're done here, as soon as you uh, log off, uh, click that link. It's on our Facebook page. It's pinned to the top. It's the best of Toledo, Toledo City's pa- Toledo City Papers, best of Toledo. We're nominated for best podcast. I'm not sure why, but uh, we are. Because so, people like us. Yeah. So go there and vote for us. Do it every day. You can vote once a day. And that link takes you right to a thing. It pops up and it says vote. And if you haven't entered your email address, then it'll do, make you do that once. But after you do that once, you don't have to do it again. You can just click How, how about you, Scott? You. How many times have you voted? Um, Several. Once a day. As I mean... There, there's six of us that have been nominated, and I know that this one's my favorite. Well, yeah. So, I mean, it's... It should be. How, have yeah. you been voting? Absolutely. Okay. And again, I think that uh, if we do win and we have to buy tickets to the awards banquet, that our sponsor should definitely uh, support, Might happen. support us. Might happen. <laughs> Speaking of which, again, don't forget to give Ron Miller Race Cars a call. 734-856-7223. Black Friday's coming up, and uh, if... You're at the store and you're like, man, I, I, there's nothing here that uh, my race car driver, family member, husband, or kid. Might loved like. one. Loved, there you go. You don't even have to love them. You can just like them. Liked one. Okay. <laughs> oh, Scott, you're going nowhere with this. I am. Uh, give Ron a call. He's got gift cards and he's got advice and, and cars and safety equipment and... Yeah, and you get stuff from from Ryan. We do, and safety safety equipment again, Scott, is a big thing for Christmas. I mean, what could be better than keeping your racer safe? Absolutely, and we had Joe Nicloy on the show last week talking about safety equipment. So, know how important that is to him, and he's he's uh, on a crusade to try and get that through to everybody else too. And we appreciate that. Ron's the guy that has it. Seven three four eight five six seven two two three eight five six race. There you go. So uh, yeah, that's it. So uh, two weeks from now. We're going to have uh, somebody else on the show, right? Yes, we are. Okay. We're, we're, we're going, uh, with, with, we're continuing with the safety thing and uh, uh, racers who have overcome hardships and, and disabilities, and uh, we're going to be talking about that. And we'll have a complete preview for the uh, Dirt Nationals there. Yes. At the Dome. Gateway Dirt Nationals. Cool. Let's go. Let's go home. It's time. It's time for dinner, Scott. Yeah. Have a good Thanksgiving. We'll see you in two weeks. Don't forget to catch us on uh, iHeartRadio as well. Goodbye, y'all. And vote. Best in Toledo. Thank you. You have been listening to the Hammered Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hi, listeners. We wanted to take a moment to tell you about another podcast from Evergreen Podcasts and Sound Talent Media called Pit Lane Parlay. Pit Lane Parlay is the go-to podcast for IndyCar and motorsports-related news. Each episode, we discuss things like our favorite drivers, news clips from the last week, and generally giving each other a hard time about predictions we've made in the past and or life stories that have come up recently. We really have a lot of fun with it and really enjoy each other's company, and we hope you can come join us too. Join Pit Lane Parlay by following us on your favorite podcast today.